G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome, and it's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park on a Friday night and Talking Trots WA with uh, Glenn Mortimer and myself, Michael Radley, and a big show coming up, uh, one of the rising stars in uh, the driving ranks and Group 1 winner, Stuart McDonald, to talk about his big drives tonight. He's, he's got the uh, Gary Hall Junior drives tonight and um, some, uh, some great drives, only four of them, mm-hmm. but all four great chances, Morts, and, uh, of course, our man Scotty Hill, deep dive into a few of the, the races and a special guest towards the end of the show uh, as we go interstate. But Mortz, big week. First of all, congratulations to you. The team won on Monday with El Chema. Great win. Um, morning, Rats. Always good to be here. Great win. Great drive by Cody Waldrott as well. Another big night ahead at GP as we head towards the Retrovision Fremantle Cup and the Tab Touch WA Pacing Cup. Big night last Friday night with our man Bomber Hill getting out in the last. They were climbing out of trees to get onto Argyle Red, 11 into three, and uh, well-driven by Morgan Woodley, who doesn't drive often at Gloucester Park, but when he does... He got a sore neck looking around for the rest of them on the hoods. He did. It was a great effort. And uh, doubles to Curly Warwick, Aldo Cordopassi, the vote train. Brilliant uh, return to racing by Too Fast, Too Serious. That was uh, stunning tonight. Shockwave v. The Bull. And, um, Rads, how was the start to the uh, the New Zealand Cup? Oh, well, it wasn't <laughs> great. And, and the race was all over after 100 metres. It was. Like self-assured, just positioned himself in, in front of uh, Copy That, who was out the back, and it, it was game over. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, a little bit of um, little bit of chat around about the, uh, the the start of the race, and they do have those walk-up starts in New Zealand, yeah. which is which is a you know not not the greatest. But no, it looked like it. Uh, it looked like it certainly um, yeah. favoured uh, horses out wide. Yeah, but yeah. Um, anyway, great uh, result for the All Star Stable <laughs> again, as always. Again, again yes. Yeah. All right, we're coming up to the Retrovision Fremantle Cup next week, and uh, earlier this year, this is going to be the second running this year, just to this COVID. Uh, 2020 year, and uh, it was a great performance from uh, from Caviar Star. Stuart McDonald was in the bike, and let's relive uh, the 2020 free medal cup, the first one. Galactic Star's got nowhere to go and is 20 metres off the pace and Volden Tins out wider, coming off the back, 27-9 the next quarter Vampiro shook off, shockwave Caviar Star, he gets to the outside Galactic Star got an inside run Bill Haley tries to get into the clear around the turn, Vampiro's clear, here comes Caviar Star Vampiro's in front, Caviar Star's cutting him down, it's Vampiro from Caviar Star, Galactic Star, it's Caviar Star going to Vampiro, Caviar Star Vampiro, Caviar Star beat Vampiro and flying up Bill Haley over on the inside. Coming through late was Anna Malik. Yeah, great drive from uh, Stewie McDonald to get Caviar Star home at uh, a bit of odds as well, defeating uh, Team Bond as well. And uh, we, uh, uh, it's my pleasure to welcome Stuart McDonald into the show. Stuart, welcome to the show and uh, must be great to hear that uh, the call of Richie Bell with Caviar Star getting over the top of Vampiro. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, um yeah, it certainly was. I haven't I haven't heard that replay in a while. It's, uh, it's giving you a bit of goosebumps at this hearing that again. Uh, Stewie, um, most people, uh, when they uh, 
salute normally make sure they're at least uh, in front uh, when they salute. Uh, I was looking back and I think about the last time I saw an early salute like that was Peter Cook on uh, Kingston Town. Must have been pretty exciting and uh, that was a, a salute to remember, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I figured that no one probably remember someone called Stuart McDonald ever winning in Group 1, so I thought I'd better, I'd better do something to make sure people actually remember it happened. So I thought um, I'll, get, I'll get that done and get it out of the way. But, uh, yeah, it probably was a bit early, but... Um, no, the horse was travelling good. I, I knew I had him covered, so I was, I was pretty confident. Yeah. When did you think you had him covered? Because you got you had a great run in transit, and and you've extricated at the right time. When, when did you think you were, honestly I could win a Fremantle Cup here? Uh, as soon as he straightened up, I, I knew he doesn't get around that corner that great. Um, but as soon as he straightened up and he started powering to the line and just felt him surge, and Vampire always sort of Vampire doesn't hit the line that great. And uh, I knew I knew that once I was getting closer, I thought I had him and. Yeah, top top of the straight side. So knew I was like, yeah, I'm in with a big chance here, and and thankfully uh, the horse is good, good enough to, to get there. Mate, you got uh, a few uh, really good drives tonight. Uh, Gary Hall on the sideline, and and how how are the nerves for a race like this? You, you take over a couple of horses that have got big reputations and and are superstars in, especially Chicago Bull. Are there nerves going into to a race like tonight because? You know, you're you're only you're only warming the seat realistically for for Gary until he comes back. Yeah, for sure. Um, like there is uh, some sort of nerves, and thing is, tries not to put any pressure on me and that, which I know like uh, it's easy for him to say, but um, I probably put more pressure on myself than you know anyone else does. But um, I've sort of been saying to people, um, people say it to me all the time, like uh, how good is it that you get all the drives while Junior's out and suspended? And I was like, yeah. It's, it is, and obviously it is good, certainly for the bank account for a few weeks. But um, it comes to it comes with a fair bit of, of pressure as well. You know, he's um, he's not listening, so I can say this. But he's obviously uh, the, probably the best driver in the state and one of the best in the country. And sort of, I've got to fill in his boots while um, while he's out. So it's it's certainly not an easy task. And although I'm not expected to do exactly the same job when it comes to driving horses like Bull and that, you know, I've got to make sure I can. Um, do my best and um, you know, uphold the, the, his form and make sure I don't do anything silly. And yeah, but uh, it's certainly it's certainly good that um, Bing has the, has the trust in me to, to drive the horse like um, like he does. And yeah, it's it's uh, you know I've only driven once before and to get to drive again and hope I can get the win this time. Um, it's certainly a great privilege. And, and just before Glenn asks the next question, Alan Parker, who's our historian and stats guru sent me through a message, and it's only something that Alan could come up with, that you're only driving Chicago Bull, you also drew Barrier 3. So, so. Yes, I, when I saw that come out, I was uh, quite shocked. I thought, well, hopefully um, hopefully, got a better result. So. Yeah, you're in but, third. Um, you were yeah. in third last time, so... Uh, yeah, and uh, no pressure, Stewie, but that was 1,050 days ago that you actually <laughs> last drove the Bull, and you did run third in him, so no pressure to go uh, go one better tonight and make sure you get the win uh, looks like being an exciting race. Shockwave is drawn outside you. So, um, yeah, uh, Convert Denario gets out very, very quickly. So you, you're trying to uh, trying to get across to the front, obviously? Yeah, for the first 50 metres, I think we'll come out pretty hard and make sure nothing from the outside tries to tries to get me at the start. Oh, I know that um, people are going to try some tricks now that Junior's not on and I am. So I'll be um, as awake as I can be at the start. And the first 50 will be pretty quick. But um, from there, we'll see what's going to happen. Um, uh, it sounds like Colin Bertinari on the last word. sounds like they might want to hold up. But, uh, yeah, Shockwave comes forward, but we're not going to let it in front of us. So we're just going to have to force our way there. If he, Shockwave goes back and Convert wants to hold up, we'll just have to sit in the breeze and do what we usually do and uh, do what Junior usually does and just wait for Shockwave to go and then um, put the speed on and try and make it too hard for him to come over the top.
We, we know how tough he is. Um, he, he he posted Lazarus in a Fremantle Cup three wide, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think there's any uh, there's any worries him having to sit out sit in sit outside the leader uh, in, in a race. And and it's, but it sounds like it could be fireworks if Aiden De Campo wants to go forward as well. <laughs> Convert Tenario could be collateral of damage if that happens. So it's going to be great. But you're also driving Belle Catherine. She was fantastic first up, and and talking to Gary Hall Senior at Byford Trials on on Sunday. He 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 seemed seemed to think that she's working the, as as the best that she's ever worked, and even worked with uh, Chicago Bull. I think he said um, last week and went super. So seeing her work like that back against mares, it must give you a bit of confidence as well coming into this race. Even though there's a couple of really good mares drawn inside you, and go, uh, got to go Gabbana and also our Alfie Romeo. Yeah, like uh, she worked with a bull, like Tim said uh, last Saturday, and they they both worked super. Um, her, you know, I, she can sometimes be quite a handful at the track, and she doesn't behave at uh, home like she does uh, at the races. She's often gets pulling and and really fires up and does uh, silly things. And I'm the only one. I'm the only one that drives her at track work. I don't know why. I sort of get along with her okay, but um, she, she see, yeah, she's she's flying. She's going super, and um, unfortunately didn't draw inside the main rivals like Paul did. But um, you know, it's it's, it's not too bad. There's, there's hopefully some speed early. Obviously, the one's going to want to hold up and. One who Creek could be set alight, or Alfred May could be set alight, and hopefully just a genuine tempo, and um, we're not too far away from him. But uh, yeah, he's right. She, she is fine. She's working the best she's ever worked, and she's, she's a very nice mirror, mirror in the making. She's been, like he said, I think he said um, in the last words that uh, in a year's time, she'll be a really, really good horse. Yeah, could be a pacing cup horse. Uh, race one, you've got number four, Copy and Pace, which should be very, very hard to beat. And then you've got Eloquent uh, Mac, who you've. Uh, driven to a win in the Battle of Bunbury, the Western Gateway, um, the Binshaw, I think, and even a marathon. So you've got some uh, you've got some really good drives tonight, uh, Stewie, so hopefully uh, a big night for you there at Gloucester Park. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. You know, I like coffee and pace as a horse. I, I want to see if I can try stick with him all the way through the nugget. I think he's good enough to get there, but uh, yeah, uh, he wasn't as good as I thought he should have been first up, but hopefully tonight he, um, he's improved and we can get the win. Now, just just one question uh, before we do go, and that is, uh, an earthquake played a part in your uh, harness racing career, Stewie. What happened there? Yeah, it's um, probably the only reason I'm really in, in Perth. Um, when the earthquake happened, the the second big one that did the most um, destruction uh, destroyed the school I was going to, and uh, we end up I end up sharing schools with a school that was on the other side of town, basically, which is you know Christchurch is not even half the size of Perth, so it probably isn't that far for you, but um. <laughs> So on the way, um, so the school that I was going to would start at one in the afternoon and finish at five, and the school that was there that we were sharing with, they would start at seven and finish at 12. So um, in the mornings, I was going out and working in the stable, and, yeah, I met someone that was out there, and he knew someone in, he knew Greg Schofield in Perth, and, yeah, one thing led to another, and now I was at Ross Oliveira's, and I was in Sydney, and now I'm here. Well, so at least something good coming out of the earthquake because it's, it certainly wasn't great for Tri Stretch. No. They're still still recovering, but um, mate, it's great to have you on. Thanks for thanks for chatting to us, and, and good luck tonight. You've certainly got a, a great book of drives, a select book of drives, but there's no doubt uh, there's a few winners, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us. No worries, thank you, guys. Thanks, uh, Stuart McDonald. Yeah, and, and love his comments in the last word as well. Oh. <laughs> I saw last week in the last word where he was uh, driving. Whose idea was this? And uh, Stewie said, we'll appreciate the driver change. <laughs> a little bit of a joust there with Junior, which is good. Yes, yeah. No, it's, he's, he's one of the uh, 
the more enlightened <laughs> comments are makers when it he comes is. to the drivers. And uh, he's, he's a good man, a very good driver. Yeah, very good, and uh, his record shows that. Three hundred and thirty-three wins as a driver. Yep. One hundred and forty-one at Gloucester Park, which is a, a great percentage to to win in town. So. Um, he's certainly got a big book of drives tonight, and no doubt uh, Bomber will talk about a couple of them later on as well. Uh, before we go to the break, um, Mort's um, sad news this week that Ray Grantham passed away, one of the greats of the WA harness racing industry, won a couple of Fremantle Cups among, mm-hmm. among other big races, and, and the grandfather of uh, Jocelyn Young, who we've had on, and Madeline Young. So yep. um, our thoughts and condolences go with the, the Grantham and Young family. So They certainly do. Yeah, um, a great obituary from um, from Alan Parker on the the, uh, the Australian harness racing side as well. If uh, you get a chance to read it, um, yeah, it uh, as always was you know uh, you know um, goes through uh, Ray's uh, long and storied career and um, and the impact he had on WA harness mm-hmm. racing. So um, condolences to uh, to the family of, of Ray Grantham who passed away this week and Tuesday. Um, we'll be naming the races in honour of, of Ray and the horses that he that he trained and, and drove at Gloucester Park. So let, let's go to the break. Uh, free for all was uh, in action last week. It was um, the Cout and Insurance Brokers Free for All who sponsor this week's uh, Norm's Daughter Classic, which we'll talk about later on. And once again, the team bond was to the fore. It was a uh, not only trifecta to team bond, but a first four. And Vampiro, who we th- heard running second in the uh, in the Fremantle Cup uh, a little bit earlier to uh, Caviar Star, was too good this occasion. Let's have a listen to the free-for-all as we go to the break. 27-7 the third quarter. He might have them done here. He's five metres in front of Galactic Star. The inside is uh, Jimmy Johnson. And then came getting up on the inside is Ocean Ridge's eight corner. And it is all Vampiro at the 150. Clear from Galactic Star. The inside is uh, Jimmy Johnson. Then Marty Conqueror. Vampiro stopping. Galactic Star coming at him. Vampiro clinging on. Galactic Star can't quite get there. And Vampiro's just won from Galactic Star. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. And fourth home is Mighty Conqueror. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Patrick the Piranha's out very wide. Coming to the turn, though. He's about to go on Argyle Red. He hasn't moved on it. Eloquent Max second. Jimmy Max going to poke through and possibly run second. Rock Me Over's coming through along the inside. Argyle Red is clear, though. Jimmy Mack moves through along the inside of Eloquent Mack into a clear second now. But it's all Argyle Red. Well clear. Over Jimmy Mack. Eloquent Mack. Rock Me Over the inside. But Argyle Red's going to walk in from Jimmy Mack and Rock Me Over. And Argyle Red races home to beat Jimmy Mack. Rock Me Over. Eloquent Mack. Tyler Brett as happy as Larry Patrick the Piranha in touch of success. And the crowd roared as Huggle Red hit the line. What was it nine dollars or even a touch high into three dollars? He started. I think they bet eleven dollars at one uh, early markets um, into three dollars, and a very happy man was heard all the way from up in Broome. Yeah, what about Morgan Woodley? He's been to a chiropractor all week to get his neck looked at. The amount of <laughs> looks he had over the t- over his shoulder from about the four hundred metre mark as we welcome Scott Bomber Hill, and it was a good way to end of the night, Bomber. Yeah, morning, guys. Yeah, it certainly was. He uh, he looked the wrong price early, and uh, yeah, it doesn't always turn out. But yeah, he certainly won as we expected, and uh, sent you home on that winner that you're always after in the last. Yeah, we we love the last winner, and uh, that 
gave us plenty to cheer from as well, particularly particularly with the massive market correction, and yeah. it just kept on coming. Uh, if we, if we bet for two more minutes, it would have started a dollar eighty. They just they just came from the trees to back it, and it and it duly saluted like that as well. So uh, one one for the battlers there in the last at Gloucester Park. Yeah, that's what happens when you can identify the value like Bomber can, and. Yeah. Um, just got to go with uh, got to go with the plan, and uh, even though it was eleven dollars, um, like you say, it was just the wrong price, and fortunately it got up. So great work in the last there, bomber. Yeah, good work, mate. And uh, let's see if we can get a few more this week, and we get a start at race number three, which is the uh, Ellen Pobjoy Condition Pace over the twenty-one thirty metres, uh, and it's uh, a mobile start. And number one is Curascuro at one dollar seventy. El Jacko at seven fifty, Jimmy Mac seven fifty, Al Perkins twenty one, Eloquent Mac fourteen for Stuart McDonald, our guest earlier. Rock me over twenty six. Always an honour for our man Mort's supported thirty four dollars into twenty three. Spect at longer odds. Rock and roll Whippy sixty one. Tyler Brett outside the front line at twenty six dollars. And the sole runner on the back line who's got to follow through the one is Happy as Larry at four dollars and eighty cents. Bomber. The favourite here has drawn the pole in Churrasquero. Yeah, well, here's a similar sort of uh, horse and form line as uh, Argyle Red from last week. He comes out of you know, the cream of the crop races with uh, Chicago Bull, Shockwave, Convert, Denario, Galactic Star, Vampiro, etc., etc., and he's been racing in really, really good form. He's certainly not the $11 Argyle Red was last week, but I expect he'll just roll to the front. There's only one real challenge early, and that's Tyler Brett from the wide escape. But, you know, Emily, she she's one of the best form students going around, and she'll know that they're going to launch from the outside. She'll time the gate perfectly with Churrascuro. And, you know, looking through his form, the horse has a 10 from 10 record in front. I just think he leads and wins. Extraordinary record, isn't it? 10, uh, 10 starts for leading and 10 wins. Uh, El Jacko. Uh, closer to the fence, might be ready to show a little bit more this time in. And like you said, behind the leaders, probably the, the main danger. But rolling to the front and um, just increasing its lead sounds like a good plan, Bomber. What's the stake here in race number three, horse number one? Yeah, he's a three-unit bet for us straight up. There's quite a lot of shorties tonight, but uh, he certainly looks uh, looks the winner. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy enough with the price. Okay, 170 there about Churisquiro and... Uh, it might even cave in even more as we get to start time, especially from the pole, um, as we said, and looks looks the leader, looks the winner for our man uh, Bomber Hill. The next race is gonna, we're going to look at is the the feature race of the night, and this is the Group 2 Cowden Insurance Bokers Norm's Daughter Classic for the Phillies and Mares over the 21.30 metres. And the Mares races have been really, really good this season, and this is no different, and a great betting race as well as we go through the tab touch market. And uh, there's been a few market moves here or corrections as we have a look at it. Go Go Gabbana, drawn one, is the favourite, 220 into 215. Our Alpha Romeo at $4 and steady. Queen Shenandoah, who was a really good run last week, $34 into $21. Has No Fear, who's been going great, but probably prefers to be on the pegs, $41 into $21. Wanui Creek, uh, another winner from last week for the Bond Camp, $10 into $8.50. Bell Catherine for Stuart McDonald, Gary Hall Senior, six dollars into five fifty. Mandy Joan, forty-one dollars into twenty-one dollars. 
Armour Indy. Have a look at this. $91 into $23. There's been a few moves in this race. Uh, Talker up at $12. Uh, we got, uh, and it's the, on the back line. We've got Millwood Molly, Molly at $41 and Typhoon Tiff at $21. And the two reserves are still in at the moment as we record this show. But tell you what, there's been a few, uh, few nibbles at bigger odds here, um, Bomber. And um, also a little bit of money for the one Go Go Gabbana. But this is a, a really good race. Go Go Gabbana's drawn the pole. Alfie Romeo very, very fast out. And then you've got a couple of really um, great, uh, really good mares in great form in one, Nui Creek and Belle Catherine, who's drawn a little bit wider in the middle of the field. This is a really good race, uh, Scott. Yeah, you're right, Rabs. It's a ripper. And I think the, the moves have come as a result of uh, just how even these mares' races have been. Probably, you know, six different horses here draw one, and, and you've probably got six different favourites. That's just how close these mares are. But... Uh, I think Gotta Go Gabbana is the leader. She's, yeah, she, I'm just not convinced in in her just at the moment. She's a very strong type, strong mare, and she'll take some running down. But uh, I just think if she can be pressured a little bit off the gate, you know, you've got Winoida Creek, Creek and uh, our Alfie Romeo who will both go forward. If we can have, have some mid-race pressure on her, just um, the one that I keep coming back to is Belle Catherine. She, she was devastating first up and, and just ran super sectionals. So I think if she drew one, uh, you know, we're copping a dollar fifty here, so I think uh, just you know, she's going to need a little bit of luck, a bit of a Stewie McDonald special. But uh, if he gets her into the one out line and she can come with one run or even find a helmet to follow home, she's she's going to take some beating and get a bit of value on a night where there isn't a whole lot of value. So yeah, she's a good chance, I think. Is there any chance that uh, Alfie Romeo or even uh, one of the others crosses Go Go Gabbana from the one? I'd be surprised. I think, uh, you know, that she's got good enough gate speed. I couldn't see how Alfie Romeo crossing from next door. Uh, maybe Winooie Creek, if um, if she timed the gate absolutely perfectly, would be some chance. And I'm pretty sure they'll have a good crack. But, yeah, I'd be very surprised if she didn't hold up. So that said, Bomber, there's a, there's a good chance of some pressure earlier on in this race with, uh, with some really nice horses drawn outside. Got to go, Gabbana. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where Bell Catherine um, lobs, but uh, like I said, devastating uh, first up and uh, a really nice price here tonight, six fifty into five fifty. So, at that price, bomber, what's the stake there? Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. More, it's just the one unit, just at the price. Like we probably won't see five dollars about this this mare for a while if she goes as good as I expect her to tonight. I, I think she's, you know, she's probably the best mare in the state at the moment. You're looking at uh, the last word, which we get from Timmy Walker at Tab Radio. Gary Hall Senior said that she could be a pacing cup horse next year, Belle Catherine. So, big statement. But, uh, like you said, she is an outstanding mare. So, um, interesting to see how she goes tonight with the tough draw in a very good field. All right. That is uh, Belle Catherine. One of the favourites is um, our Alfie Romeo. $4 in steady. She was impressive last week. There was... Two of, two of the horses, one for the Bonquette, one Nui Creek led all the way, and also Alfie Romeo showed great gate speed, and she crossed and led all the way. As we go to the break, let's listen to our Alfie Romeo win last week at Gloucester Park.
Are Alfu Romeo leads three metres. Gotta go, Gabbana will keep coming. Some beach party the inside. Mandy Jonas out wider. He's about to go for the leader. Are Alfu Romeo, he still hasn't really given it full rein. It's travelling really well. Gets away. Gotta go, Gabbana struggling. Some beach party gets up on the inside. Out wider on the track is Mandy Jones. But Are Alfu Romeo is going to bolt in. Some beach party goes to second. Queen Shenandoah flies home late on the outside. Are Alfu Romeo pulling up, but he never really touched it. And it won nicely from the fast finishing Sun Beach party by a metre and a half. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Around the turn, look at perfect major 28 for the next quarter. He has raced away, he's about 15 metres in front of headline act and Angel in White, then dominate the dojo and anime. But perfect major is a bit of a star, he's 20 metres in front. Angel in White gets up for second from headline act, and then anime. But perfect major wins easily. Perfect major from Angel in White, headline act, and anime, and then dominate the dojo. Couldn't go that speed second up. Yeah, Richie Bell said it. He's a bit of a star, perfect major, and he continues to impress, but it's a big step up in class tonight. He goes around in the Cowden Insurance Brokers' Pat Cranley Memorial over the 21.30 metres, and just having a look at the market, uh, Convert Denario drawn the pole, $12. I'm full of excuses, 34 The Chicago Bull, $1.16 into $1.12, the bull. Perfect major, he's at $23. Shockwave at $5. Stroke like at 71 Argyle Red, our winner from last week, 101 He's up in class as well. Bayview Bondi, who's going really well, but once again up in class, $101. And Bolton Tin, who was really good last week, made a mm. stack of ground. He's at $31, drawn the outside of the front line. And uh, I suppose we all look for Chicago Bull, but could be a bit of tactics in this race with Convert Denario wanting to hold up. And Shockwave also wanting to push forward. This is uh, Talking Trots WA for Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members save an additional 5% every day. Loans 123, car loans, debt consolidations. Who do you see? Steve Sellett, loans 123. Loans123.com.au. Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry as we try and get some of that Tab Touch money with this preview. Bayswater Mazda, driving is better at Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads in Bayswater. And steel blue boots, built for comfort, made for work. And our man, Ross Fitzgerald, who's uh, at Steel Blue Boots and... Uh, the bootmaker for Justin Prentice is in good form. <laughs> and all the smart people with uh, uh, that need steel cap boots, steel blue. That's, the, that's who you see. All right, let's get into the next race. And we go down the, um, down the list now and we get uh, to race number eight. And uh, this is the It's Your Birthday Casey Greenfield pace over the 21.30 metres. And as we have a look at the market, Babyface Adder. A dollar eighty-five into a dollar sixty-five. The Black Cardinal at seventeen dollars. Major Stare at three fifty. I'm Rock and Roll Magic at seven dollars. A boy named Rosie at twenty-six. Henwood Bay at twenty-one. CC Chevron forty-one. Extreme Prince twenty-three. And rounding out the front line is Burning Rubber at fifty-one. Q Town Rip Roaring, their sole runner on the back line at seventeen dollars. And Babyface Satter for uh, Cody Waldrop at uh, who's drawn Barrier One. And uh, already well supported from the opening market of 185 into 165 here, Bomber. Yeah, no surprise to see that support. I, I thought he was a really good price at a dollar eighty-five. Babyface Adder gets the right draw to kick through and lead tonight. Uh, his two, you know, last two runs suggest he's, he's cherry ripe, just been waiting for a draw. 
last start he made up big ground in uh, 56-4 last half and pretty close up behind the Kraken. So this looks a nice enough drop in grade. Cody Waldrop, great front-running driver. He just rates them beautifully in front. And uh, yeah, another horse with a sensational front-running record of uh, eight starts, six wins, two seconds. And, uh, yeah, I think tonight he'll make it seven wins. He, yeah, he looks a really, really good race for him. Certainly does. And as you said, Cody's a, a great front-running driver, as he showed at uh, Pinjarra on Monday Bomber, which was a great win. But Babyface Adder, hopefully just straight to the front, and that should be all she wrote. What's our staking plan in this one then, Bomber? He's a three-unit bet as well. Three, we might have an all-up uh, all uh, the first one into it, eh? Get a bit of value? Sounds like it. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it could be, could be our go. All right. We're going to finish the night off uh, with the last race. It's the Trevor Itson two-year-old filly's preferred uh, pace. Trevor Itson, a long-time member of the Cowden team. This is over the 21.30 metres. And tell you what, this is a great race to finish off. It's uh, the two-year-old fillies and Sugar Street. Drawn one, 280 into 270. American, Ra- uh, American Armour, who's been going great guns, unbeaten, $2.60 favourite. Always an angel who trialled at Byford. On Sunday, we might get an update from uh, Glenn Mortimer at $3.60. Better Beach Bell at $23. Benisari Lane at $23. Joel Lean, the stablemate to American Rama, at uh, $5. Speeding Star at $91. And Captain's Beach Babe at $91. And this is a really good race to finish off, uh, particularly from the top three. And you can throw in... Um, uh, uh, that's the... Um, uh, actually, didn't in market order there. Uh, as we have a look, but uh, as we look at the fixed odds, um, the favourite here is uh, American Armour at Barrier 7, ahead of Sugar Street in Barrier 8, and always an angel in Barrier 6, as we uh, as we have a look at the market. Uh, Bomber, what did you think um, uh, of this race as we finish off? Yeah, it's a ripper race. It's, um, there's four really, really nice fillies go around here, but uh, I'm... I'm super excited about American Armour. I, I just love the way she's going about her business and you know, she's going to improve with racing. She's still a bit green, but she has high speed. She looks very, very strong and uh, I think she can just sort of sit off them early, let it unfold and then uh, I expect that Colin Brown will hit around to the breeze or maybe even roll to the top and yeah, I, I really, really like this filly. I think she's a ripper. Um, yeah, a couple of nice fillies in. Always an angel first up. I think they'll probably go back and let her run into the race late. So, probably look for her next start or the one after and uh you know sugar street always thereabouts probably goes forward as well and uh jolene probably looks to run the gate so yeah, it looks like a really really nice race plenty of early speed so um yeah but i just i'm yeah i, I really really like american armor i think she'll be the winner sound very keen on this american <laughs> armor just uh, reading between the lines there bomber and rightly so <laughs> very very nice horse and has been ultra impressive like I said, what a cracking way to finish the the, the, the night with this uh, only eight horses, but just a lot of chances. And of course, because of the barrier draw, um, uh, you know, a lot of the good horses drawn out wide, which is going to make it very interesting. So, just, just on always an angel. We we're at Byford on Sunday, Morts. We went down and see it. What, is, what was the reports out of the trial? She, they certainly got to the line really, really strongly after after going slow, and she, she finished off well. What, what were the reports from Justin in the camp uh, from the trial? Oh, look, she's been working along really well, um, and uh, it was a nice run for her on Sunday. She she came home and she made up some ground in the in the straight when they went the far, the last I think twenty seven seven the last quarter. 
tricky draw for her tonight and obviously racing some horses which have got a bit of race fitness. I would imagine Cody would go backwards and she'll be hitting the line hard and as Bomber said, whatever she does, she'll be improved uh, massively on next start, that's for sure. Jo- Joel Lean's been well supported, 17 to $5. Does that signify she might be the leader here, Bomber? I think they'll certainly be trying. There, there's plenty of gate speed, you know, off the front, but I, I think they'll certainly be trying. And, you know, that won't do us any harm either, I don't think, because that could mean the lead there for uh, American Armour, I'd imagine. Yeah, you would think so, but there, there certainly looks to be a fair bit of pace uh, in the race and um, it's going to be a cracking finish. Small field, which means every every horse should get a chance to get into it. So saying that, Bomber, race 10, I can hear how keen you are. I'm going to call this one. I think <laughs> we've gone race 10, horse number seven, American Armour, and I would envisage that's a three-unit bet. Absolutely. I'd be more than happy to take, uh, you know, red odds about this this filly, so I think we're copping some pretty good value here. All right. Uh, before before we let you go, Bomber, we're about to go to a break with Too Fast, Too Serious. Uh, this horse is very fast and very, very serious. serious. <laughs> he was he was very good first up, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he knocked us off. I thought, I thought he might have been just a touch underdone first up, and he, and he probably was. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's just too fast. He, he's perfectly named, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, I remember back in this horse first up, at his very first starter, I think we got black odds, and uh, he, he just destroyed a pretty good field first up, and he's just kept going and getting better and better. But the good thing about him is he's he's going to be, you know, he's perfectly suited to that open class racing because he follows speed so well, and then he can still reel off his 54 and 55 halves. He's, yeah, he's going to be a big X factor in these big races coming up. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether they target the cups with him or whether it's just a little bit too soon in his career and they save him for the following year because... Uh, You'd think he'll continue to improve and get a bit of maturity about him, but yeah, he's he's certainly going places. So, uh, Bomber, mate, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Uh, hopefully, there's another four winners for us, uh, and um, we'll speak to you next week. No worries, guys. Thanks very much, and uh, good luck to your two tonight, more. So I hope they run flashing seconds. <laughs> now, now, Bomber, don't be like that. It's only because you were the, it's only because you missed out in El Tramar on Monday. I know that is, but. Uh, Thanks, Bomber, and uh, yeah, like Rad said, he's hoping we get um, we get three, I mean four winners tonight, so uh, all the best and uh, have a great weekend. Don't worry, we'll hear about it on Twitter. You can follow uh, Scotty Hill at, uh, at Hill Bomber, and also join along with uh, Mort's at, at Mortimer Glen, and uh, no doubt there'll be a bit of banter tonight, either way what happens. Good on you, Scotty. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> See you, guys. Have a great weekend. There we go. Scott Bomber Hill, our form expert, and... Uh, did a great job finishing off the, the last race for us last uh, week. I don't know whether you're going to be cheering too hard for it this week, Mort. <laughs> but let's go to the break and let's hear how uh, Too Fast, Too Serious was too good. Here comes Too Fast, Too Serious. Oh, look at him go. He is absolutely flying around the outside on the inside, Radiant Amber. Then euphoric moment, but Too Fast, Too Serious has raced up on the outside. Gee, he's a good horse. He's exploded to the front from Tri-Real Brigade and they'll follow just behind them by Radiant Amber getting out, but Too Fast, Too Serious is a serious horse. Quarter pass, he eases him down. Well done, Ray Williams. Very good training. First up to win the Group 3 on the Mighty Quinn brilliantly. Tri-Real Brigade, Radiant Amber, a euphoric moment and then wide out was blue blazer not a bad run from extradite regal ambition this is talking trots with morton michael radley on SEN track
Spankham leads off the back. A little more than 400 to go. Self-assured awaits on the always be Mickey Lane. Tapped up the outsiders. Copy that. Ashley Lokas looking for a run. Coming three wide now. Classy Brigade from Henry Hubert. 28.2 third quarter. Spankham in first in the cup. Self-assured off his back. Then Ashley Lokas and copy that. Self-assured going to Spankham on the outside. He drew ahead in front. Self-assured moved up to Spankham. A confident soul and not a fear in the world. Self-assured's won the cup. Clear of Spankham. Ashley Lokas running on, but Self-assured won it. Yeah, New Zealand's best bounced back to uh, his brilliant best in the New Zealand Cup. Uh, it was all over after about 100 metres when he was in front of Copy that, who was out the back and uh, All-Stars dominate again the New Zealand Cup. He's very good self-assured and... Um, certainly is. Yeah, well, hopefully we see him over here uh, for uh, in the East in the Miracle Mile. Um, it's going to be a great clash with a, a horse potentially... Uh, reuniting a, a great clash with Lockham Varat, the Victoria Cup winner, who returns to racing in the Pro Chevalier, a great WA horse, a Pro Chevalier sprint at um, Milton to, uh, Saturday night. And very pleased to welcome to the program the trainer driver of the Victoria Cup winner, uh, Lockham Varat, in David Moran. David, welcome to the program. Yeah, good morning, boys. How are you? Yeah, yeah really good, uh, mate. First of all, uh, congratulations on the Victoria Cup win. Uh, it must have been so pleasing for you because you had a couple of little setbacks going into it. There was talk of a match race with hot Ride High that never really eventuated, but to, to win the Victoria Cup must have must have been a, a, a tremendous thrill and a, a bit of a relief for you as well, I think. Yeah, it was great. Um, oh, it was... Like you said, it was it was it was a big relief, but um, you know, it was also it was, it was just great. It was uh, it was good for the horse to sort of put another one under his belt, and um, you know, just so many people over here that or everywhere, I guess, that that just respect him uh, for what he is and how hard he tries. It was uh, it was great for the horse, and uh, importantly, it was the way in which he won. It was a very convincing win, and some of the horses in the race. It was a, it was a star-studded field. So, from that perspective, he won it. He won it convincingly. Beat a great field. You must have been very proud of the fact uh, to come uh, and race up against a lot of New South Wales horses there and uh, and get the money. So, very very pleasing minute for you, I'm sure, David. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, he. Um, no, when the draws sort of came out and. And uh, Luke and Craig had a few off the front row. It was it was sort of it was one of them races where we were a chance of having to make our own luck, which which in the end um, we did. And um, yeah, so that was that was very pleasing. He, he seems to be a horse who could be a little bit vulnerable early in his his campaign, but once you get screwed, screw him right down and get him get him race hard fit, he seems to be bulletproof. Is that the type of horse he is? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's exactly what he seems like, Mickey. Um, he's a funny sort of horse. You, you've got to, um, you know, he always takes that that couple of runs to really, really tighten him up. So when you when you're planning his um, his season ahead, sort of thing, you've got to try and allow um, that extra few weeks. You know, early on on in the year, uh, he got beat at Ballarat uh, in a race there. Um, which which he had a minor setback, a viral infection. Um, so you've got to allow for that extra couple of weeks for them sort of things. And then also you've got to allow that time for him to, to really grind himself down. And there's only so much you can seem to do with him at home. Um, it's just that race fitness that really sort of tops him on the edge. Unfortunately, we won't get to see you here in WA because of the quarantine and the, and the travel restrictions. But you're heading now to, to New South Wales. Is that the aim, the, the Miracle Mile Carnival? And, and 
and take on possibly self-assured, but also um, the, the McCarthy cross team? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that no, was, was a real shame we didn't get to Perth. Um, it was something we were really looking forward to. And, um, you know, I think it would have been great competitive racing. But the year it's been, um, you know, has sort of has been the telling factor on a lot of things over the past few months. So we, we had to rule that one out. And then um, he's got a race. He's got, obviously, his race tomorrow night. Then there's a Breeders' Crown free-for-all next week. Then he'll target the, the four-year-old Vic Bread, which the finals are on the 31st of December. Um, and then, yeah, January, there's a couple of country cups. You've got the Shepherd and Bendigo and, and Ballarat Cups and them sort of races. And then, obviously, you've got your your uh, Casey Classic Hunter Cups, which will lead into the Miracle Mile. It's, it's, a, it's a big campaign for him. Uh, and, and, and just before we let you go, uh, owned by Kevin Gordon from Newcastle, who's... Uh, synonymous with the Lock and Bar horses and Greyhounds. He had a great dog not that many years ago, Lock and Bar Chief, who's now now a sire in the Greyhound uh, world. And uh, how is he to train for Kevin? I, I know him quite well from Newcastle. He, he's he's a, he's a good fella. Uh, is he easy to train for? Yeah, he's he's very very good. He's um, no, he's a he's an absolute gentleman and uh, very grateful that um, that we've been able to, to to sort of start this relationship up that we have and. Um, you know he he's 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 quite pleasant sort of fellow. He he doesn't get involved. I think he uh, he knows his trade and and I know my trade. So he uh, he doesn't try and get too involved with it and and sort of tell you what to do and like that. He lets you do your own thing and and just back your judgment. So no, he's uh, extremely good. Yeah, it's great to see him back in harness racing because he was a harness racing owner and he moved more to greyhounds. But it, it's great to see him get some some really good horses and you've got a, a couple of two-year-olds for him that go really well as, as well. David, thanks for your time. I know you've got a big preparation coming up and uh, uh, good luck as you, as you go into some of the, these bigger races over the next six months. No, thanks very much for that, guys. Thank you. David Moran does a great job with Lock and Varad. He hasn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, he's he's a he's he's a great horse. He's one of my favourites, and, and it's a pity we didn't get to see him over here. Mortz, uh, yeah. Tonight we got the Norm's Daughter Classic. Next week, the Retrovision Fremantle Cup. Can't wait. Love the Retrovision Fremantle Cup. It's a great distance, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just been you know one of the most memorable ones I can remember was a few years ago when uh, Lazarus was in that, and it was just. Three wide the trip against Chicago Bullets. Yeah, it was a great race. Yeah, exciting racing coming up at GP. I mean, it's always exciting at GP, but, you know, just to, to watch that quality of horse coming up in those few big races is is fantastic. And great to speak to David Moran. What a horse Lock and Bar are. Yeah, and, and a great fellow, David. He's, he's done a great job with him. And um, uh, at speaking of the Fremantle Cup, the Beau Rivage is back open. There's no better place to watch uh, the, the race from the Beau Rivage. And uh, bookings are filling right up, and, and December's almost sold out. So uh, the Fremantle Cup might be the, a really good night, the Retrovision Fremantle Cup, to get to Gloucester Park, and particularly the uh, the buffet at the uh, Beau Rivage. Yes, there's nothing that isn't on the buffet at uh the Beau Rivage, it is brilliant. Great night. Perfect view across the best track in Australia. So get along and uh, enjoy the night. Mate, thanks for your time. Been a great show. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Reds.